Oh, we got a superhero origin story. Yes, super excited. Uh, let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Geek Cool. We're here talking about episode seven, breaking the fourth wall of WandaVision. Yes. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it, so go watch it, then come back and listen to this review recap thing I do. Uh, before we get into it, if you could go ahead and hit five stars if you're listening to this on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio version, hit... Uh, what well, that was backwards. If you're listening to it on YouTube, hit the like button. If you're listening to it, the audio version, hit five stars. Also, go ahead and rate us because this is awesome. You know how good we are here. It definitely helps when you rate us. It helps us in the algorithm. Also, share this to everyone you know. Let them know about it. We watching WandaVision. We're getting close to the season finale. Um, actually, this is going up Thursday. This is going up early morning. So I'm gonna have another one late. Um, Thursday episode 8 recap but without all I said like I said we're going to spoil it so if you haven't watched it turn this pause pause hit the pause button or let it play all the way through and play it from the beginning but yeah we're about to get into it so let's dive in guys so Wanda wakes up kind of like a from like a magical hangover because you know in the last episode she expanded the hex to get vision back inside and sucked in a whole bunch of people uh so it's kind of um modern family style this is the sitcom of this one um which still upsets me that they didn't do a black sitcom but i'm trying to let that go but they should have did it it's just what it is uh but she's in bed under the covers and she's breaking the fourth wall immediately she's talking to the camera but not when she's like, you know, a modern family does the thing where they're sitting down and they're talking to somebody. Some sometimes like the office does. It wasn't that she was talking directly in the camera in the scene. So it was totally different. So that was weird. But she was like, uh, you know, you have those days sometimes where you have to expand the, uh, the borders of your made up uh, universe and to save your husband. So very meta. Very much knows what's going on. Very much knows this is her world that she created. She knows what's going on. 100% at this point. The boys are downstairs. They come upstairs um, telling their moms, like, hey, mom, mom, something wrong with our video games. And we see that it's keep rewriting itself. So it's doing what she does when she rewrites stuff that comes into the hex. But it's doing it in a way that... um. It's going from new from new to old. So it went from like a certain kind of controller to like a, a GameCube controller to an Atari controller to even um, Uno cards. I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious. I play Uno with my son all the time. I be beating him, hit him with that draw two, draw four. But you're, apparently you're not supposed to do that. Uh, the, root, the guy that created it said you can't use a draw two and a draw four right after each other. Some wild stuff. We got house rules. We ain't trying to hear that. And the boys are clearly kind of concerned for her. They're like, are you okay, mom? Um, What's going on? You sleep? What's going on? She's like, no, mom's just resting. Just resting with my eyes closed. No worries, boys. I'm fine. I'll be there in a second. So they go back downstairs. And then she's getting out of bed. And you see she still has her costume on from the Halloween episode. And she just seems exhausted. 
I really think she used so much energy at that moment that she might have passed out and just woke up back at home. I, that's what I kind of think. That's what it feels like. I don't know. Let me know what y'all feel. But that's what I'm feeling. Uh, she finally comes downstairs. She's getting herself some breakfast. And things are doing it in the kitchen. Like the milk is jumping from different time periods. And she sees it, but she realizes she's not controlling it either. But she just shrugs it off. And then she uh, uh, eats her cereal. She eats cereal and is just jumping. And then we get the title sequence, which is like, um, it's it's the office title sequence. It sounds like the song, too. There's a couple little different things in there that's changed. But, yeah, it's the title sequence where it says Wanda and many different um, writings. And one 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 said, uh, I know what you're doing, Wanda. And it feels like somebody's trying to talk to her through the title sequence. That's what, that's what it felt like. That's what a couple people said online, too, that I saw. Yeah, I looked online. I, sometimes I miss Easter eggs. Apparently, I've been missing a lot of Easter eggs. So, if you've seen an Easter egg I missed, hit me down in the comments or hit me up at Black Eco on Instagram or Twitter. But, yeah, it kind of feels like that way. But then at the end, it says Wanda and Vision. Because at first it was just Wanda, 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 and then Wanda Vision. And then it's the calendar, and they still have that heart shape for the uh, the 10th. I forgot what month. I forgot what month it was. But the heart shape on the 10th, um, which was kind of weird, but uh, it kind of made sense. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. And then we come in, and we see Sword literally making a temporary camp since their other camp got sucked into the hex they make a temporary camp hayward hayward finds out that the broadcast is stopped so they can't see inside the hex anymore or see the tv program wanda been putting on for them and he's like all right get everybody ready get everything that the team needs we're launching today i don't know what this dude is launching today uh it's clearly it's got to be bad um it's got to be bad. Uh, he is kind of a secondary villain. There's, I still feel there's a main villain in this that's doing something because there's still some weird stuff. So he's a secondary villain, I'm seeing. Um, but he's one of those guys with power, got his own vendetta, thinking he's saving the world. He's just making more trouble for the world. That's all it is, 100%, honestly. And, but then we catch up to Vision. Vision back in one piece. He's back all together. He's on the ground where he got sucked back into the hex is a circus now. So they mistake him for a new clown. And we got Darcy there who got sucked into the hex too. She's apparently the circus escape artist. And she has no idea who Vision is. And Vision's like, don't you remember me? We had a moment when I was out there out trying to help. And you, me and you saw each other. I think we had a moment where we realized what was going on. She was like, I don't know you. Hard pass. I don't want to deal with you. And she breaks out her chains and walks away. (laughs) Hilarious. Hilarious. So eventually she's going to recognize him. He eventually does free her mind. And they have a discussion. He's like, she's like, yeah, I know who you are. I know what's going on. I have answers. Uh, But we kind of need to go now. So they're on there. That's like the C plot of the story. Uh, And then we get to Wanda 
after she's eating her breakfast, asks the boys, have you seen your father? They're like, no, do you want us to go look for him? She's like, well, if he don't want to be here, I can't make him be here. She is super chillax right now. She's like, it is what it is. Nothing has meaning. She literally tells the boys that because they're like, uh, we heard Uncle Pietro say something about killing dad again what is he what did he mean by that and she goes that wasn't your uncle he's not real don't listen to anything he says and she's like um she was like but who they were like who is he then and she was like look boys i'm your mom you expect me to have the answers i don't have the answers i don't know what's going on honestly i don't believe anything has any meaning i think everything is meaningless and it got real dark real fast. <laughs> she even does it in her little confessional chair. She goes, yeah, I might have went dark. But their their dad's vision, he's got tough skin. They got tough skin. They got vibranium skin. They'll be fine. I'm not vibranium. Yeah, I think it's vibranium skin. Yeah. She's like, they'll be fine. No worries. Um, the world's, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. <clears throat> Which is crazy. Wanda's clearly just in the gives two Fs about things right now. She is, um, I don't know, she's, her world's kind of crumbling, the world she built. She clearly doesn't have control because there's stuff in the house still doing that glitch thing, rewriting itself from new stuff to old stuff to like the TV went from different newscasters to different size from a flat to a box to an even smaller box, some old ones, so like everything is rewriting itself and she doesn't seem to understand why it's happening or how it's happening and she seems worried but not too worried but then agnes comes in she uses her magic to open the door and tells agnes come in agnes is like hey boys maybe we should give your mom some me time and they're like yeah wanda's like yeah uh that would be great agnes i greatly appreciate it and Agnes has a moment where she does her little confessional. She's like, yeah, I came in the right time because Wanda's about to pop her top. Uh, something weird like that. So Agnes eventually takes the boys, which I'm like, um, suspicious. She's been kind of trying to get to these kids. So I'm trying to figure out what you doing. What 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 is your goal with these kids? Um, so that's something to be suspicious of. But she takes them back to her house. <laughs> And then we get to see Vision and Darcy. Uh, um, Darcy's kind of filling in Vision of what's um, going on. And um, he's like, what happened to me and Wanda? He finds out you know, how he died the first time and then how he died the second time. And that she had to see all that. That he came from Ultron. Oh, you know, Vision's backstory. He's learning that from Darcy. And she's like, the only thing I know about watching y'all these past couple weeks is that your love is real. Like, you guys belong belong together. You guys love each other. So that kind of makes him feel better. But he's like, I can't believe what Wanda's been going through. Um, you can see he's he's upset and he's deeply cares for her. But he also is trying to figure out what he is at this point. Because he realized he died. And Darcy's like... Darcy tells him, she's she's like, I think Wanda just flipped a switch on, but I don't understand why you can't come out the hex if she just, you know, repowered you. So now I'm like, is that Vision's body or what's going on? Because it, it's very, it, he, 
it was weird when he deteriorated in the last episode. It wasn't like pieces of his body came off. I mean, it was pieces of body, but it wasn't his body didn't just drop. It should have just dropped. Like whatever she masked it with, should have just dropped. It's very weird. Makes it very interesting. I'm trying to figure that out. But then we get Monica and Jimmy Woo. They're on their way to meet Monica's contact. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the astrophysicist we thought it was or anybody that we thought it was. It's just another group of army people that are on her side. But in the process of getting there, Jimmy Woo gets the last foul that Darcy was uh, decrypting. and finds out about Project Cataract that Haywood is doing learns that he's been trying to get Vision back online. That was his whole goal. So that's why he's been tracking Vision. Um, so what is Hayward doing? Oh, he's doing some diabolical stuff. Diabolical stuff. And then we get the commercial for this episode. It's Nexus. It's this depression pill that it's clearly aimed at Wanda. It's the, the commercial is so... Um, we still get those same people we believe that are her parents. Everybody's been saying their parents. I'm starting to think it is too. Um, but it's like it, it said something about um, uh, do you ever want to go back to your own reality? Um, ask a doctor if it's okay for you to return your reality. You can take Nexus, helps you with depression, uh, helping you control your world. Helping you um, be the leader of your world or something like that. And also, it was like, um, says something about, the, you, it helps you learn that the center world doesn't revolve around you. Or does it? <laughs> it's really, it's really meta and really all about you controlling your universe or maybe not controlling your universe or maybe you should control your universe. Really cryptic, really crazy. I don't, I'm not 100% with the Nexus. I know it might have been in, like, Age of Ultron. Honestly, everything in this show has been pointing us back to Age of Ultron. So, I might have to watch that movie that's not really good. One of the few MCU movies that are is not good, but has some good stuff in it. Marvel's really trying to get us to watch this movie. <laughs> so, we probably should go watch it. <laughs> but then we get back to Agnes with um tommy and billy at the house and billy tells her like i like being here agnes and she's like why billy she's like he says because it's quiet he's like you're quiet inside i'm like what's going on billy what are you seeing bro are you, why are you not seeing danger but you're seeing quietness what's good and tommy's like uh agnes do you think our mom's gonna be okay and she's like yeah she'll be fine sometimes you just go through these things and then she has her little confessional she's like uh what's her partner Ralph, Ralph, she's like Ralph's always telling me I'm sugarcoating stuff. I'm trying to figure out who this Ralph dude is. Is this Ralph like a big bad villain or something? Who's Ralph? I need to see who Ralph is, a hundred percent. But then we go back to Monica and she's getting into this space rover that they use her specs that they they as she acts in the build. She's trying to get into the hex with it. She hits the hex with the rover and it literally stops it in its tracks. And it's trying to push through. She's gunning it and it rewrites it. Jimmy Woo was like, hold on. I thought you guys said this rover would go right through like butter. She's like, well, it's, 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 it's working its way in. But no, it's getting rewritten. So Monica has to jump out. And it sucks in half of the rover and spits it out. And it has like part of the old, the, the 
tech, the regular tech that was there, and then it's like a, a, a old school minivan in the front with the wood grain and all that. And then Monica just says, forget it, and she's going to just run and try to get into the hex by herself. Jimmy's like, no, Monica goes through, and then we get the most amazing moment, best moment in the series so far to me. We see Monica pushing through the hex. The hex goes from red to blue. She starts to glow. It starts to split her apart into like multiple different Monicas from the actual show she was on when she was in the hex in different time periods. And then you hear, um, hear her. You assume it's in her head. She's listening to lines from, um, Captain Marvel where, uh, Captain Marvel says, when your mom, she told young Monica, uh, when your mom got kids, she's got the toughest one. And then you hear Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury character, telling her that you could go up there with Captain, with uh, Miss Marvel, um, not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, when you learn to glow and fly. And then you hear Monica telling her own mom to go on the adventure with uh, Carol, like, uh, I can go stay with Pop. You need to go. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And then Monica's eyes glow blue. She bursts through the hex and gets inside. Superhero landing. And now she has power. She sees, like, the world in, like, radio waves, which is really cool. So this is the birth of Photon. I believe that's going to be the name she goes with. I'm not 100% sure. But that is one of the names her character uses at her superhero moniker. Uh, but then she strips off her um, the little space outfit they had her in when she was going with the rover. And she has her sword thing, which kind of looks like her costume a little bit. Besides the, you know, the face mask thing. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I got teary-eyed during this moment. It was, it was a great moment. Super moment, origin story, seeing a superhero get their powers, super cool. Uh, it was a great moment, I'm not going to lie, I got teary-eyed. <laughs> but then we see Vision and Darcy trying to make it to back to Vision's house. And they get a roadblock where construction workers start working on a, a four-way intersection that stops them. And then Vision does his, he talks to Darcy, he's like, I think... Um, no, Darcy was like, wow, this is weird. All this construction's out here. And then Vision talks in his own um, interview thing. He's like, I think Wanda is putting up roadblocks to stop me. And I'm like, hold on, bro. You can fly. What, why are you sitting in this truck? Why just grab Darcy and fly? Why aren't you flying? He eventually does that. <laughs> but it took way too long. He phases through the truck and flies out, leaves Darcy there. Um, and that's the last time we see Vision in this episode. But I was like, why aren't you flying in the beginning? Made no sense to me. 100% made no sense to me. But then we see Monica get to Wanda. And she meets her at Wanda's house. And she's like, Wanda, it's all about vision. You need to listen to me. And Wanda's like, how did you get here? How did you get back in here? And she's like, I need to tell you about vision. She's like, I don't want to talk about vision. And Wanda uses her power, pushes her out the house. And I don't know if Monica stopped herself in the air or if Wanda stopped her in the air, but then Wanda tried to drop her to the ground and another superhero landing and Wanda realizes Monica has powers. She's You see this old look on her face and she's like, all right, 
you need to leave before I have to hurt you. And Monica's like, go ahead. Do what you got to do. And then she realizes, um, she's trying to talk Wanda into realizing, like, look, you, you're not the bad person. This is not what you want to do. You're grieving. You've lost things. I've lost things. I know how you feel. We can't get those things back. And she's trying to talk her down. She really is. And um, Wanda's like, um, Monica tells her, she, you're not like Hayward. You're not a villain. And Wanda says something that makes you go, hmm. She's like, maybe I am the villain. And it's it's kind of powerful. It hits you like, ooh, maybe she is a villain. What's going on? And then out of nowhere, Agnes comes over and is like, um, ma'am, you need to leave. Wanda's been through too much right now. You need to leave. You need to go. And she, Monica's like, hold on. This ain't going concern you. I'm a little upset of this because Monica let Agnes pull Wanda away very easily. I'm like, why didn't you stop that from happening? Like, 100% you need to stop that from happening. But they get to Wanda's house, uh, Agatha's house, Agnes's house. I subject Agnes. Ah, I can't keep her name straight. They get to Agnes' house. Wanda's sitting there, um, kind of just chilling. Agnes is getting her something to drink, and she goes, "Where are the twins?" Oh, she's and Agnes says, "Oh, they're downstairs in the basement." Wanda goes down the stairs, the basement. The basement gets all weird and dark. There's vines everywhere. It's very creepy. She sees this glowing book, which I don't know. I heard somebody say something about it. it's a book from that was in Agents of Shield. Possibly, I'm not 100 percent sure. This is some deep cuts in the comic book that I don't even know. I'm 100 percent with you. I don't go that deep in the comic books. I'm just being real with you. I'm a cartoon dude. Uh, but uh, Wanda's in this weird. Very spooky basement looking thing. I don't think it's in a basement. It feels like she went through a whole portal or something. But then, out of nowhere, Agnes comes out of walking to the room and goes, "Oh, you thought you were the only magic girl in the town?" And she, her hair is a mess. She's holding this bunny and rubbing it, and she's laughing. And all of a sudden, she starts. You get this theme song for. Agatha all the time. Agatha all along. She has her little theme song. It's a monster song. And then it goes through clips of Agatha during the show messing up things in the world. So she messed up the magic show. She messed up um, um, Herb to cut through the thing. She messed up. What else she messed up? Oh, she created Pietro. So... She made Pietro at the door. That was her doing. She was she was in the interview guy when he was like, maybe there's a point where um, Wanda's talking in an interview. She's like, I don't know why this is happening to me. I don't know what's going on. And interview guy goes, maybe it's something you deserve. She was that interview guy. And then she also <laughs> killed Sparky. So at the end, she goes, I even killed Sparky. Um, this is my this is my conundrum here. So, this being a mystery seemed like the way they showed it. I'm totally fine with a mystery where you can figure stuff out, but they blatantly lied to you throughout the mystery, which makes it difficult for you to figure out. Like, they lied to us about Agatha within their universe, I'm saying. Like, certain things within the universe, you have to set rules. They lied about those rules. So, it's not even a mystery at no point. You lied about it. That's the only thing I'm upset about this show. 
I love everything else. That's the one thing I'm upset about it. Don't wrap something as a mystery that I'm trying to solve, but I can't solve it because you just lied, blatantly lied to me. Um, so I have to knock it a point for that. But other than that, nine, nines, nines all aboard. It would have been a 10 if you didn't lie. You did the mystery better and didn't lie about it. But nine, I give you a nine. But then uh, we actually have an after credit scene, which I had to go back and watch every episode now because I was like, is there an after credit scene? It's MCU. They're going to do an after credit scene. So we have an after credit scene after credit. I can't say that word. <laughs> Where Monica is snooping around Agatha's house, who we know now is Agatha. And she opens a cellar and you see these purple vines and as she's looking her eyes go from blue to purple and then fake then pietro comes up behind her and says snoopers are gonna snoop and then it cuts off so i am so excited for episode eight i did watch episode eight already you might have heard me slip up on some stuff but don't worry about that uh (laughs) I'm late on these, so you probably already watched it anyway. But yeah, let me know what you thought about this episode. Hit me down in the comments if you're on YouTube. Hit me up on Blackie Cool on Instagram and Twitter on there. Let me know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Share the review. Let everybody know about it. Check out the other uh, content I have on my YouTube channel, the podcast, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. Greatly appreciate it. And I'll catch you in the next one.